0: Hello and welcome to the Fishing Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Weekman, and we have a special guest. Of course, this week we always have special guests, but in this case, we even have a more special guest. Just because what he's doing and the influence that he's having uh, with individuals in the outdoors and fishing. So Terry, uh, tell uh, tell
1: them who you are. And uh, and what you do? Sure. Well, thanks for having me today. I really appreciate. It. What a great uh, great venue out here with the the water in the background. It's just f- fantastic. But uh, uh, again, Terry Grafton, I'm the Western Regional Director for Cast for Kids. Um, we are a 30 year old organization, a nonprofit organization that really focuses on three areas of our mission. We want to enrich the lives of special need kids. We want to support their families. And then we really want to strengthen communities around that. And we do it all around the platform of fishing. Oh, yeah.
0: So uh, let's uh, let's start with uh, the events. So you you have events, and we'll just go through the very steps. So if someone's listening or they're watching the video, uh, they'll know what's happening there at the event. So tell them, how do you know, where do you know you're going to set these events up? They're just not random. You're finding places that are uh, accessible.
1: Sure. Yeah. We uh, will host about 90 events across the nation this year. So if there's a a water to be able to fish and a, a person that wants to be a host for the event, that's where we start. Um, so um, really the, the host coordinator is what really ignites a new event in a certain area. And we do events across the nation. We, we'll do them from the Bay Area all the way out to New York. Um, As a matter of fact, about three or four weeks ago, we held an event. In Central Park, downtown New York City. Oh wow! Uh, which is fantastic. I mean, these kids with their parents are taking the subway or a bus to Central Park. They're fishing for a, a day or a half a day, and um, during our event, they they uh, receive a new rod and reel and a tackle box. So they're they're on their way home after a great day of right. fishing, holding this rod and reel and a tackle box on the subway, um, and just a huge smile because of the great event. But uh, yeah, we uh, we really rely on um, someone standing up and saying, I want to host a new event. And, and once they do, Cast for Kids has all the tools to make them successful. We come alongside them. We have online tools and services that they can walk through point by point, really, um, to keep them on track, to tell them what to do, when to do it. Um, and then a regional director is by their side 100% of the time. So they really support them along the way to make sure that uh, everything is on track and they have a, a great event and impact a bunch of kids.
0: So uh, a host, does it cost the host anything to uh, to be the host of the event?
1: Yeah, the, the host is is a volunteer that stands up and we okay. really say, um, here's what you need to be successful. Um, right. Our events, we'll, we'll step back and say our events are half-day fishing events. And okay. so Cast for Kids provides a, a package for them um, that they order that includes the rods, the reels, hats, T-shirts, um, tackle okay. boxes, and, and plaques for the award ceremony. Um, so that event fee is, um, we have an event fee that they have to raise for their, uh, through sponsorship. Okay. Um, and then we tell them how to work with their community to find volunteers and find the participants. And um, we build a website specific for them. So um, everything's turnkey, registration's online. Um, and then the way they go. Um, and again, we, we'll do 90 events uh, throughout the country. So 90 hosts have been successful in hosting these. And we're growing. So we're always looking for new hosts to stand up and say, um, I want to do this. I want to impact a special child and their family. And I want to build a community around this.
0: Let's talk about who's, who's there. Let's start with um, uh, the children, the, the sure. youth that are coming to the event. How are they selected and, uh, and what are the ages?
1: Yeah. So typically we're looking for um, a special needs child that is around the age of 8 to 18. Um, okay. And, and that's, that's our general range. And, and these children um, have a, an array of special needs. Um, it could be that they're um, on the spectrum, the autism spectrum. They, they could be a Down syndrome child. They could have cerebral palsy and be wheelchair bound. Uh-huh. Um, but there's many, many other areas. They could, they could be a, a foster child that hasn't had a great right. day to smile or, or get excited about anything in a very long time. So, um, it's pretty broad. We let we let the parents really filter out that area. But once they come. Um, We're so excited when they get there because the parents realize that this is a safe environment. This is going to be an environment that that welcomes them, that celebrates them, and uh, they're just going to have a great time. And so, uh, how many
0: usually attend, how many, how many youth do you usually have at these events? Yeah, that
1: we try to really target 40. We think 40, 40 is a good number because it, it builds a critical mass where everyone can catch fish and celebrate and rally around them. Right. But we want to limit it to about that number because we have a celebration ceremony at the end that's, that's just phenomenal. And we, um, call up every single child that's at the event right. and, um, celebrate them and present them a plaque. and, and it's such a neat experience uh, as that child is walking up through what I call the rally alley right? Uh, because we have volunteers and we have parents on the side. We're cheering them on. We're celebrating them and they have a huge smile. They come up and get this plaque and, and they feel really special and, and they feel loved on. And, and we just love that. So 40 is about that number. If you go longer than that, then then the day gets a little long. Um, right? So we, we just try to keep it at 40 um, and, and move it moving on from there.
0: Okay, so um, the events where where are they held? Is it uh, community areas, or are we talking like we're sitting here on the edge of Beaver Lake, which is a Corps of Engineer Lake? Sure. Where where what what reservoirs lakes? ponds. How does it happen?
1: Um, It's just really a body of water where we can have access for the kids to to gather around it. About 65 to 70 percent of our events are actually boating events where we have volunteer boaters. um, And when the kids show up, we assign them a boater. They go out with their parent or Guardian out on the boat right. and have a fantastic day. They may catch fish, they may not, but they're going to have a beautiful day on the water and they're going to have a wonderful boat ride. So that's about 65% of them, 70 And the rest uh, are shore events. And a shore event can happen anywhere from Central Park Pond, right. downtown New York City, all the way to Beaver Lake or Lake Gunnersville or Sam Rayburn or some of the more historic reservoirs and fishing areas. So um, it's really about, uh, you know, finding a body of water that we can access and then we work from there, so... Hey, you left.
0: Options. You left out Murphy Park in yes. uh, in Springdale, Arkansas. Of course, we had an event here. Yeah, and uh, and uh, uh, I was involved, and in, uh, along with uh, uh, some other people locally here. So it. it was a good event, and, and a lot of access. So there was wheelchair access. Yeah, Murphy- and so that really that really made it easier for the people putting on and hosting it, didn't it?
1: It, it did, yeah. Murphy Park is a fantastic park. We work, of course, the state of Arkansas really supports us, and the Arkansas Game and Fish came alongside us and, and pre-stocked the pond so that right. we, we had a good chance of catching some fish. And then um, the city built some resources around there, as you said, so it's all paved. There's a little yeah. area that has a guarded rail for wheelchair-bound uh, folks to be able to participate and fish and restrooms and pavilions. So it's just a beautiful, beautiful area that... Uh, that really welcomes our type of events that we can have a wonderful event.
0: Let's talk about, uh, we were, you were talking about being on the water and talking about the access and stuff. How about liability? I'm sure people are thinking, Oh, they're going in my boat. So let's, how about boater
1: volunteers and how does that work? Yeah, um, The boater volunteers, when they show up, um, they, they have to bring along, um, they have to sign off a form that says they have um, an insurance you know, to cover their boat and such. Uh Cast for Kids provides uh, um, an umbrella liability insurance at every single event to cover anything that might happen at that event. So that's part of the package. Um, The host volunteer raises that program fee, and that includes, you know, liability insurance. It includes um, our 501c3 status. So folks who donate um, are eligible for a tax-deductible donation um, through that process, along with the online registration, all the digital tools, we do some marketing, we provide some flyers. And then again, the rods, reels, hats, tackle boxes, right. all that stuff comes along with it. But the, um, yeah, we, we provide that entire package. That's one of the benefits of going with the Cast for Kids program.
0: So let's talk about sponsors and sponsorship. How does that all happen? Uh, you probably have some national sponsors that are at all the events, right? And then you probably have some more local uh, local companies. Yeah,
1: a great question. We have, if you would uh, think about it, three layers of sponsorship. Um, the, the first level and the most active sponsors are the local ones. Uh-huh. Um, hosting 90 events around the United States, the community really has to rally together um, these are fully funded, fully supported by the local community every single event. So it's fantastic to see uh, different groups, businesses, organizations rally and come along and support them. So that's one level, and they get recognized on the back of T-shirts and posters and things of that nature. Um, we also have, as you mentioned, some, a few national sponsors uh-huh. um, that provide um, product and support across all of our events uh, um, nationally. Give and them the- a shout out. Yeah, of course. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, Lou's is is a great okay. partner with us. Um, they support us with the rods and the reels, and Flambo tackle boxes are always there with the right. with the child. You know that uh, they can they can take home their brand new tackle box and get really excited about that. Pico Lure supported us with some product at the at the local. Yep. That's a great example of a local sponsor. It says I want to be a part of this and do something great for these kids. Um, we really appreciate that. Um, Afco stands up and, and supports us with uh, some of our apparel. Um, so, okay. yeah, that, that's, our, that's our national team that uh, really helps out. But what's really important also is a, a regional sponsor.
0: Right. And
1: um, we are looking for more of those. Um, as I mentioned before, we'll do about 90 events uh, across the country this year. We have four right. regions. Uh, we have a western region, a central region, which I manage. Uh-huh. We have a Texas region, um, and then we have an east region. Um, and if you look at the west uh, has about 30 events. Texas has 30 right. East has 30, but if you look at the central region in Arkansas, it forms in that central okay. region across, and it goes up through the heartland. Um, we had three events last year Oh, and everyone else is growing. Everyone else is going and, um, We're behind a little bit in the central region. So we are looking for regional sponsors to stand up and say, um, I want to be a part of this foundation to help this grow. We will have a couple more this year, so we'll be at five. But we have a long ways to go uh, to get up to that average of 30 to 35 within a region. Um, And I can guarantee you there are kids sitting at home today, thousands of them in the central region saying, boy, I wish I had an opportunity to go fishing. I mean, they're they're just they're just wanting to go, and we're looking for folks to stand up. We're looking for regional right. sponsors to support that. Um, I can tell you an example. We were at an event three weeks ago, and a mom came up and said, "We are so blessed that that you have these events." My son came here last year uh, for the first year and received his plaque. For the last three weeks before this event, he slept with that plaque every night because he right. was so excited about the event. So, uh, you know, th- these are just fantastic memories. These kids um, have just a wonderful time. They're loved on and celebrated. But we also try to equip them with not only a few fishing skills, um, but we want them to, to recognize the fact that they can overcome their limitations. Um, and yeah. we hear we hear yeah. that from the parents afterwards. If if a child is successful fishing for that day, they start to think and believe in themselves and say, you know, I can apply this to other parts of my life and be successful. And parents parents write us and say, now my child's stepping out and trying new things and doing things. So it's just it's fantastic uh, to, to see what happens at at these events.
0: I know we we were there. I uh, took some pictures. It's it's the moment of catching a fish and and. That builds into everything because we had a meal afterwards and so had lunch and and you could see it like all the way through, even though they're talking about fishing, they're still talking about life and the and the difference of, you know, the people that were there. I think the people that volunteered, you had uh, University of Arkansas. Uh, their bass club was there. Yes. And so uh, they were helping out. And yeah. uh,
1: the uh, Springdale Police, the Police Springdale Department Police, yep, up, absolutely, you know, they were there. Um, um, and that's the beauty behind it. You know, in our events, we really we really accomplish a couple of things. As I mentioned before, we try to teach them, equip them with some fishing gear, and teach right. them a little bit about the basics, but really um, helping them understand that they can overcome limitations. The second part is these families have a very complex life. Life is yep. busy. And in some yep. cases, it's tough. Sometimes it takes 45 five minutes to load a child in the car drive two hours to our event and then load back in and go back home so we want the parents to say number one we got you covered we got you right this event is for you just show up we're going to take care of you and your child we're going to have a great day fishing we're going to have a wonderful lunch and then we're going to honor and celebrate your child at the end um so that that's really special we want them to understand that that they're going to be supported you know they can show up at other fishing events or other events right uh, but they're always wondering. Um, is it going to be awkward? Is it, you know, wonder if my child is having a tough day, you know, will people understand? And they know when they show up at our events, we're there for them. We're like, come on, we'll work through it. We'll get through it. So, so that's really special, you know, to, to support that family. And then the third part is this community, as you saw, right. When, when volunteers show up at our events, some of them are doctors and lawyers, some of them, you know, um, work as, um, in the trade business. Some of them are, are uh, working at the hardware store. Some of them are teachers. They come from all walks of life. And usually um, uh, in many circumstances, these groups of individuals don't have a common area to kind of connect and meet each other. And they do it at our event around the sport of fishing, which is just beautiful. And they build long time, long time friendships. So many positive things come out of this
0: then. And so... If you host one, then the following year, does is it easier? The next year, do things get easier? Because you have yeah. you have things that you can show them, you know,
1: some posts or yeah. some things that. That they can relate to it does get easier um you know we have a lot of first year events we have many this year because we're growing we'll probably have our best year ever um, but there are right. some hosts that are on year 20 24 26 that's just phenomenal but what happens is word starts to get out to your point um, people ha- come and have a great time they start talking about it in their community they start sharing it so the next year right. it's a little bit easier than the next year you know it starts to grow and then even what's what's more special is that some people that drove a little ways to come to your event, they go back to their own community and say, I want to do something special right here. Right. Um, and that's how we grow. Um, that's how Texas has over 30 events because people come, they have a great time, they go back to their own community and they say, I want to do something special in my community just like this.
0: Yeah, what an opportunity to make a difference in someone's life. It is. It is. And, and it's around fishing. I mean, isn't that's that right.
1: fantastic?
0: So tell me, uh, who started this? How did this all developed that that
1: someone decided hey we needed a cast event yeah it started 31 years ago out in the northwest and it was a Uh a group of individuals that uh, wanted to um, create a special event for the uh, special needs community Uh uh, because they recognized they weren't being invited uh, to events or they just weren't feeling like it was uh, an event that they would be um, celebrated so Um, They started this up and they worked um, a lot with government entities around the ponds and lakes and and just kind of started as an idea um, in, in a centralized area. And then it's just grown over the years from there. And, you know, over the last five or six years, Jay Yellis is our executive director, and he had a uh-huh. big vision for really growing this out right. uh, in, in an exponential way. And he's done a fantastic job of really um, driving from a leadership standpoint of view and seeing seeing amazing growth over those right. 31 years. But as you know, any any event, that uh, any group that's doing well and on a peak, Um, it's, it's taken, um, 30 years of men and women just standing up there and grinding away and a lot of sweat and tears just to, just to make something like this happen. So it's been built on, on the shoulders of some amazing people over the years. There you go. Uh, that takes us to uh, Tackle Time.
0: Tackle Time, sponsored by Pico Lures. Pico Lures has a complete line of hard and soft baits. Uh, we're actually going to go out and do a little trolling here in a yeah. second. It's for work. <laughs> and uh, and uh, we're going to uh, catch some fish. So uh, they have crankbaits. They also have soft uh, plastic lures, and that's actually what we donated uh, to the kids was uh some soft plastics, some jig heads, I believe, so that they could turn around and go fishing and catch some fish themselves. And so you can check them out at picolures.com. Uh, Terry, tell us uh, if they want to get hold of you, uh, if they want to be part of this, uh, the CAST, uh, what is the complete title of it? Sure. It's CAST. Yeah,
1: It's uh, our organization is called CAST for Kids. Okay. Um, and CAST is actually an acronym. It, it stands for Catch a Special Thrill. And, right. and that, was the, that was the thought behind it. So they can reach us at castforkids.org. Okay, um, And uh, my information's on there. Find an event. They can go down and look at an event in their state, and they can locate an event near them. Um, there's also uh, an area that says, I want to host, or I'm interested in talking to someone about a host. They can click on that. Right. Again, my contact information is on there. Or you can reach me directly. Um, I'm at terry at castforkids.org is my email address. Um And so you can find me there. You can shoot me an email. um, You can call into our national headquarters and they'll forward it to me. But uh, a couple different ways to reach us. We're on Facebook and Instagram and all the the general social media platforms as well.
0: All right. Sounds good. Well, uh, that uh, means it's time. We need to keep going. We need to go fishing. But uh, appreciate you coming and uh, being part of the show. Uh, Like I always like to end the show, make sure you keep your hook sharp and your lures in the water.
1: All right.